G'day and welcome to Aussie Vision. I'm Dale. And g'day, I'm Mike. And welcome to our semi-final one preview show and also a bit of a wrap-up of the last few days because it has been quite full-on, hasn't it? Yeah, always something happening when you're on the ground at Eurovin. And I think you can hear a little bit in our voices that we've had a good few days here. It's been great. There's been a lot of events happening, a lot of people to catch up with, a lot of chatting, mm. and a little bit of singing here and there. <laughs> I think these will end up being like proof-of-life podcasts by the end of the week, <laughs> the way we're going. <laughs> All right. Well, look, and just a quick special mention as well to Kyriakos and Liv from our team, who did the turquoise carpet the other day and covered it fantastically. Go mm. and check our socials and YouTube for that one, which is great. Great. But um, we had a bit of a big day yesterday because we had um, the first dress rehearsal we saw. So first full run through of all the songs from semi-final one um, that we could actually see the full three minutes of. Yes, um, which is quite unusual. First time ever of kind of for Eurovision. Uh, it was interesting. It was really interesting. And of course, we went to the media centre. Yes, exactly. This is the first time that we've all been in the media centre. Um, so Kyriakos and Liv, myself and Mike uh, to go in there, which is great. They've it up very nicely. They had Bailey's cocktails, which was an interesting choice. I did have one. Yes, I didn't partake in those yesterday, but um, they was they were pretty full on. They were pretty full on. Yeah. So anyway, it was a bit of a nice precursor to the the live event that night. Look, the one thing let's talk about with the dress rehearsal. We're going to go through obviously the songs in a tick, but we did get to see the sort of the show run through, which is always they're fixing up errors as it goes. But they did trial the different type of results announcements of the qualifiers didn't they they certainly did it was rumored that that was going to be the case and they certainly gave it a go in the first dress rehearsal uh, and that decision was quickly reversed Exactly. So for anyone who doesn't know, they had all the artists up on stage. If you've ever watched The X Factor, very much like them. And then they would show them all and go through a qualifier. Once the five qualifiers were announced, then they had a chat with every single one, like an interview, which really slowed things down. And then they did the last lots of qualifiers. And when they did the very final one, they had a split screen of all the people. So it was just a very odd choice to do in the first place. But I'm really glad they've they trialed it and went, no, this is not working, and probably listened to quite a bit of feedback, I imagine. Yeah, look, I'm a great believer in Eurovision does have to evolve, and there's nothing wrong with changes to the format. You can try things, but ultimately there have to be changes that work for the contest, not the broadcaster. And I felt that change was for the sake of the BBC, not for the sake of the Eurovision Song Contest. Yeah, it was a very um, British TV style way of doing things, and that's fine for Britain, but yep. this is... European broadcasting and top with Ukraine, let's not forget, sometimes we do, um, that the fact that um, it just didn't work for this international competition, and I think it was really, it cheapened it, it was disrespectful to the artist, and ultimately, it just wasn't very good. It was slow, it lost all the um, excitement, which this is one of the things that works at Eurovision, and get people in their delegations cheering or getting to at least um, commiserate with each other. Yeah, I know you certainly weren't a fan of it. Uh, probably a bit stronger feeling than I did. I didn't like it, but I, I'm not going to blame them for giving it a go. Yeah, at least I'm all about listening to feedback and changing. So mm. they did that, which I have to say, big hands off for them for doing that. So then, of course, we went to the live show yesterday, Michael. Yes, we did. What used to be the jury show uh, is now just the live rehearsal. And it was it was a very, very good night, I have to say. Big crowd, like very interesting crowd too. What do you mean? like As in like a lot of like more casual fans? Yeah. Locals um, as well. Like definitely. Genuine locals, like Liverpudlians. Yeah, absolutely. And um, for example, everyone was very enthusiastic. But at times, there was almost dead silence in the stadium. And that's unusual, so it's 
shall we say, for an, a Eurovision crowd. Yeah, it was. I thought the crowd was fantastic, and mm. I think what was great about the, for the artists, even though yes, it's just the it's not the jury show anymore, but it's the first time they get to perform in the stadium in front of a packed house. And God, they got excited. Um, Alessandra, who opened the show, who was amazing. We'll talk about it in a tick. She was so excited. She kept like waving to the crowd, lapping up the applause. That the fact that the security guy, because they have to get the next act on, came up and. Uh, what would, you, what would you like to say? Encourage her. Encourage her to vacate the stage, shall we say. <laughs> Look, it wasn't awkward or anything like that. And she could obviously got caught up in the moment a little bit and wanted to appreciate the fans. But yeah, you've got to keep these things chugging along. Yeah, and what do you think about, like, obviously we've been through a few Eurovisions. What was the process like, like getting in, did you think? Look, Liverpool's been a fantastic host city. They have not dropped the ball at all so far. I thought getting into the stadium, and particularly for us being on the floor... It, it wasn't good. First and foremost, we're all funneled through the one entrance. You've got hundreds, hundreds of people queuing up. There's not enough barricades to uh, ch- uh, corral people to where they need to go. And then once we actually got through security, there was basically no one to tell us which side of the stadium to head to or anything like that. So ultimately, human nature being what it is, everybody goes to the nearest entrance. Now, that meant 75% of people were heading to one entrance. And to be honest, it looked dangerous. So they have wonderful volunteers here. Perhaps utilise them to engage with fans once they're in the stadium to just help disperse the crowd to where they want to go. I think that's probably particular for the floor people. I'm sure if you're in your seat, you go to your aligned aisle or whatever. But yeah, and and as the shows are only going to get bigger and more frenzied, that was Monday. Yeah. That was Monday. So come Saturday night, I'd hate to see a problem. If I was a fan and we look after you guys, get there early. Yeah. Hmm. I think, um, yeah, we you have to walk downstairs, get to the floor, and basically it was, the, it was packed up to the bottom of the stairs. Yeah. And I just turned to the person, I'm like, we, we can't go there. Like, mm. we can't because there's no room. This is dangerous. Um, and we're not dramatic people. We'll no. get shoved up against the wall if we have to. But it was it didn't feel right. So anyway, we were. she told us how we could get to the other side of the stadium to get down to the floor area, and that's where we encouraged to go, to go to the far side. Mm-hmm. We walked in there. There was, like, plenty of room, yep. huge amounts of room, and the bar was empty upstairs as well, so it was great. Um, but we had a great night, but also that should be fairer. I mean, as much as, I mean, the fact that we're telling you to go to the other side means that we've lost our little secret and they're going to get busier, mm. but it's more important that this is done safely and for the best thing for the fans. Yeah, and I'm sure the organisers hopefully will have taken that on board yesterday. It's a learning um, experience exactly. as well. That's, that's exactly. Rehearsals in lots of ways as well as a live um, stadium is yeah, um, part. Yeah, absolutely. All right, let's get on to the actual semi-final itself. Um, we're going to go through um, all the songs, some more briefly than others. Let's start off, and we're not going to go too in depth about the whole winning chances, but let's talk about our um, contenders. Uh, let's start with Sweden. What were your thoughts about Lorraine's performance? Oh, fantastic! I mean, she's uh, Lorraine. She was terrific. Uh, you know, obviously, seeing that whole staging live in the stadium is a very different experience than watching it on TV. But she was fantastic, and obviously, there was a lot of support in the crowd there for her. The prop is the talking point. It's much smaller than I suspected it was going to be, but it was still very, very good, and she's obviously a favourite for a reason. Yeah, watching it in the dress rehearsal um, through the screen is that when it works, it works so well because Mm. the size actually doesn't matter too much. 
the it's actually I, my biggest issue with is you've got these led screens behind that have a break in them so as in like there's a black line and so when you watched it at melfest you were in this transported to this otherworldly kind of thing so as soon as you have a break in that somewhere it starts to lose that impact so that's where the smoke comes into it and what was great from what i could see in the stadium at least last night is a smoke because we could look up at the screens was covering that that black line a lot when they got it right so they need to pump up real smoke not just led smoke and I think that can actually make that work. But I tell you what, she is giving everything because mm. she knows she's got to do even more than she normally does because of, I think, some limitations of that um, staging. Yeah, and I think we have to be aware we're probably nitpicking because this is the favourite. Anyone who sees that for the first time is going to love it. But um, yeah, obviously we're uh, analysing. When it first started and those first verse, not a noise. You could hear a pin drop. Yeah, that, that's, that's why I was quite surprised because in other stadiums, people would be clapping or hooing or whatever and yelling. Around. Yeah, everybody. It was like almost like a, a theatre crowd. Everybody yeah. just watched that performance. It was like Wimbledon. It was just like everyone was silent. <laughs> I've never been. I'm not that posh. <laughs> All right. Well, then let's move on to Finland. Obviously, a very different performance, but oh God, it certainly has impact, particularly at the start. Yeah, very, very much so. And this was the crowd favourite on the night or the biggest reaction, let's put it that way. I love that first half i think it really really works there is a flat spot there for me when the human centipede for want of a better word happens even he had to kind of whip his hands in the air to say come on let's get into it because i do think it just loses a touch of momentum and then finishes again fairly strongly exactly uh the start which actually in the stadium doesn't come across um particularly well but on the screens is effing fantastic like uh, i just i thought it was basically the winner in that first minute and then i totally agree with you other people didn't find this as much of a probably flat spot as we did i just feel like it lost its momentum but it was such chaotic energy you probably can't keep that up for three minutes so some picks and troughs are good but mm. maybe they go a little bit too picky um a trophy for a while and it ends okay i don't like the rainbow colors some other people like them i just think i'd rather the green uh, i don't like the rainbow colors at all once again, we're being a little bit picky because it's one of the favourites and one of our favourites. But um, yeah, an excellent, excellent package. Yeah, I think when we get to the grand final um, preview, because these guys are going to get through, I think the nitpicking is uh, warranted because it's so tight between them, I think, that anything can really mm. make a big difference here. Fair point. All right, well, let's move on to some other ones that really popped out. Israel. God, they, there's some stomping around there, some good choreography. Yeah, she is a star. Like, she owned that stage. Um, I, I really like this performance. I even like the lighting rig. I think it starts really interesting with the sort of spinning camera angles and it gives you a, a an odd spatial awareness kind of thing. And then, of course, we head to the dance break at the end, which is fantastic. Absolutely love it. Yeah, uh, the the final two thirds are fan are just amazing. They're really good. There are moments. It, the choreography is slick. It's the best so far by far. Really, really good. I do think the opening is a little flattish. I like a little bit more, but the the lighting rig thing, the boxing looks good. So I like that. I just uh, you know, I wish it was a bit more oomph at that point. And I'm only nitpicking because I think this could get a very good result. And it might just be every little bit will count here. Yeah, they also enjoyed it at the Euro Club. I think we heard it about three times in half an hour. Oh my God, we did. As we did with this <laughs> next entry, entry, the opener, we talked about it for Norway. I think this gets a bit forgotten because it opens a sh show. But I tell you what, she, a number one, she's sailing through and she does a fantastic job and really gets the crowd going. And she gets it, not just a song. She's a great performer with that crowd in there. 
give that the right running order in the grand final, and I think this can do better than people are expecting. Oh, perfect opener for that semi-final. Really, really does get the crowd going. You're right. Every part she did was wonderful, even the big high note, everything. If she can keep that up, yeah, she's going to get a good result, I'd imagine. Yep, safely through. Another one that I'm pretty confident about um, with no real issues here, and there's parts I like, is Czechia. Uh, mm. Really sort of interesting um, staging. The, the pink, more pastel colours, all in the same thing. The white sort of background, which is... Everything else is quite dark, so that's quite a nice difference. And when they're all in unison and doing something to, together, I think it just really works quite visually. Uh, stunning. It does, I feel, run out of a bit of momentum. You see the same thing a lot. But I still think it's uh, it's been put together better than I was expecting once after I saw the pics. Yeah, it's a difficult one, I would imagine, to try and stage and sing. And first of all, they sing it very, very, very well. And they harmonise and blend the vocals very well. I, I thought very impressive. You're right, they did make some uh, choices with perhaps the stage outfits, etc. I would have loved to have seen perhaps a little more individuality, but um, this is what they've gone for, and it's a high, high-quality package. I think, for me, it's a rusted on top 10. Oh, yeah, um, and also Eastern Europe. Like, yeah. there's what, what other kind of more Eastern European-sounding ones do we have? Um, so I think this, this could do very well. Uh, let's talk about Croatia, and I'm going to be very controversial here and say... I kind of enjoyed it. No, oh, somebody woke up. Yeah. <laughs> it, was, it was a moment in the stadium. It really was. And I think they've done a very good job of putting some structure to the chaos to make it just a little bit more palatable than it probably was in the national final. It still is what it is. The song is still terrible, but it is a moment. Yeah, we've seen them at the pre-parties. They've been doing this performance. That's why you keep repetition, repetition. I think it's very, very good. People are going to love it. It's very Eurovision in inverted commas. And I think a lot of the crowd around us really, really enjoyed it. Oh, I knew this was going to happen, Dale. <laughs> All right. Well, let's talk about some of the ones that are getting a little bit more to, down towards the cusp here. Um, how about, like, quickly on Moldova and Portugal. What are your feelings on those? Well, I'm a bigger fan of the performance of Moldova than I am Portugal to a degree. Um, I'm not a big fan of this song. I do think it's a bit repetitious and a bit basic. They've picked an appropriate staging that people will like. I like the way he interacts a lot more with his female backing dancers, or sorry, backing singers. The elements are there. For me, it just probably feels a bit 80% there. Um, maybe they had another two weeks to work on it or something. Even what he's wearing, it looks drab to me, what he's wearing. Mm. And if you're going to go for this high priest, you know, kind of thing, give me a bit of glamour, you know. Yeah. But so Glamour yeah. priest. <laughs> glamour well, priest. Well, high priest are glamour, right? And speaking of lack of glamour, I mean, not Mimi Cat herself. I mean, her dress is fantastic. A lot of birds obviously gave their plumage for that it's more the backing dancers they're wearing very matte red suits and it just i think it just feels a bit flat not the vocal the vocal's fantastic but um yeah i give it a bit of sparkle people come on and i think something that for both of these acts they, they've got they're very dark mm. um is very dark in terms of lighting it's sort of hard to see um i think they could have made more of the instrumental part of it this is again as i always say should be something i love and i just fall flat on this i actually think it i do think it'll get through but if there was going to be a surprise that people expect to get through and wouldn't this could be it because i don't think it's going to get that love that moldova normally do because it's just not as it's just not as good as the it's other ones. It's not as wow, is it's it? It's not. It's mm. not. It's not about being quick. It's just not, I don't think it's strong. So I wouldn't be overly shocked to see that go. And Mimikat, I agree. Um, she's giving it everything. The staging just needed another element, something else. But I tell you what, last night, I thought she had a very good running order because mm. the crowd needed something and they 
clapped along um, with unprompted and was loving it because things were quite flat leading up to it. I can see where they're going with a lot of delegations like to do a kind of monochrome kind of uh, thing. We're going to be the reddest act this year. That's how people will remember us. If you're going to do that, just make sure it, it, it hits. Exactly. And a lot of people will wear red. So like if you did a yellow or something, like yeah. let's check your pink. We know that's pink, right? Yeah, true. All right. Let's talk about Switzerland and Netherlands because, again, they might be going for the kind of quality song vote. Um, what do you think of those performances? Switzerland was really, really good. Everybody knows we're not big fans of this song because of the lyrical content, but he can certainly sing it. He's a stunning singer. And I like the interpretation. It's very modern. It's very slick which probably goes against the, the song a little bit. But I think it all works. And if, if I don't know, if I was voting, I'd be putting him through because I thought it was very, very good. Yeah, exactly. I mean, this is the kind of performance a jury loves because everything is just ticked. It sounds good. Ignore the lyrical content. He does a great job. The choreography looks good. The staging looks solid. It's just tick, 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 tick. We need people to vote for it. I think it can scrape through. If it does, it can get a good... It can get a good result of that jury in the final. I enjoyed it without being wowed by it. It was all just very solid and well done to him. I thought it was it was good. You take one look at that stage and you think Sasha Jean-Baptiste. <laughs> uh, and also, I don't think it's scraping through. I think it's getting through pretty comfortably. Um, let's talk about the Netherlands. A lot of talk about them in the lead up. That adds a bit of pressure on them. Personally, I really, really like the staging. It really, really works for me. They look a lot more comfortable singing the song. The changes to the song really, yeah, has worked. So well done. They looked at feedback and, and they are fixing things. I really like it. And for me, she's the star of it. But yeah, very, very good. I think there's no issue vocals. The vocals sound good. Um, hopefully, well, they did the, the two that we've seen. You never know if things could go right. I think it's going to be more about do people want to vote for this song and go for that kind of simple but kind of effective staging it's very intimate you don't really connect with them but you watch them connect with each other which is quite nice um very um kind of uh, inspired a little by come after the storm but nowhere near as strong yeah i think live from the team uh, and it's a good description come after the storm meets arcade all mixed in together a little bit it works for me it's not only probably not going to work for everybody. Yeah, exactly. It might be the love child of, of those two, but children don't always meet up to their parents. Um, things might be living in the shadow a little bit, this one. Hmm. Um, though I could, could see it get through. Cro oh, not Croatia. We've done that already. Uh, Serbia. This is an intriguing one. He's in the odds to qualify quite comfortably. Um, and I think he will because it's Serbia. Hmm. Uh, I think it works better in the stadium than it does on TV. Yeah, I agree. It's a ramped up version of the national final. He does bring that real dystopian kind of feel to it. I love the LEDs in the background. Try and maybe keep an eye out for those. There's kind of like big robots and stuff. The whole thing works. I like it. It is a bit of an odd song. So not everyone's going to like that song. But as a performance, I think it really works. Yeah, it's an interesting one, isn't it? All right, so let's look. We're down to the, the last few here that yeah. are out of the odds here where we've got Malta, Latvia, Azerbaijan, and Ireland. I'm going to start with Malta. Mm -hmm. Malta is good. Malta is very, very good. The first two acts of the because it's in three acts, are fantastic. It looks good. The LEDs are great. They connect well. Then we get to this third part where there's this weird sort of solo dance where they change into silver things and go, go on with it. And maybe just loses a bit of momentum. And even though it's fantastic, I just keep worried it's Malta. If this was another country, I would feel I would feel quite confident they could get through. Malta never gets a tally vote. But it's fun. It's early in the show as well. I do think they've got a chance. Yeah, there's elements of it I like. It's a bit chaotic at times, and they, you know, the three acts they do, it's almost like telling a story. They interact with props. 
I hate that car thing. Yeah. I mean, it's not bad, but for me, it's not good. There's an audience here for that. There is. There is there an audience really for is. this. And they've done, they've done the best they can with this song, I think. I don't think it's coming last in the semi-final. Let's oh, put it that way. It's definitely not coming last. We know who that is. Um, <laughs> so anyway, also next, Latvia, who I don't think can qualify just because of the song. But I really like what they did with the staging. Basically, the national final performance. But they use some amazing LED use. It's, it's just simple, effective sparks coming off like the lights are breaking almost. But the, the way they come off the performers and the, the instruments and whatnot in the background. I just think it works really good. I think they've maximized what they've got. Um, they really perform it very, very well. Also, they've changed the song, so really the way it finishes is just him doing a solo vocal, and it's really, really good. Mm. Really, really good. You're right, I don't know if the song's got the legs to appeal to televoters, to, to at least put it in a top ten, but um, it was very, very good. Yeah, I think if there was a jury, I'd be giving this a good chance. Mm. Um, I, I, this was like one of the favourites that, for me, really elevated one of my personal favorites i really i'm really happy they've done a great job and i think they can be proud of whatever happens um but i'd be stoked to see them get through but i just don't think it's going to happen agreed all right um azerbaijan there's some elements of this that are quite good for example i love the color palette they use it's very rich colors they've made some choices we have split screens which are head scratching some of the shots they're showing on them it's like it's, it looks like it's three quarters completed because sometimes there's blank bits and people so askew on the camera. It doesn't work. As performers, obviously, they're very static. But, um, and yeah, I don't know. It just gets a little messy when they try and sing at the same time, that sort of dual vocal. If your timing's out a little bit, it's very, very noticeable. It's, it's fine. Yeah, this, I think, could have been a lot better with us a solo performer. Mm, yeah, I think probably. this would have really suited it a lot better. I really love the song. Like, um, it's in my top 10. That staging isn't in my top 10 <laughs> in the performance. Um, and it's not bad. No. It's just, it's not effective. You needed to find a way to lift it. It's actually gone backwards. Um, and that's not what you want from, they needed to go up. And there's some parts I like about it. The costumes are good. It's got a nice light. The light is really lovely, mm. actually. But there's just, the vocals also aren't strong. Can I suggest maybe your hopes were a little bit too high on this one? I think they've done a decent job. You know, I think it's pretty good. Mm. All right, <laughs> let's talk about <laughs> let's talk about Ireland. They are uh, at the moment fifteenth out of fifteenth in the odds, and I have to unfortunately say, from what we've seen, we can see why. Um, I do think this will finish bottom in the semi final. Yeah, unfortunately, a bit of a technical error for them at the start of their performance, so there was a delay. Apparently, the uh, keyboard guy, who's a bit major backing singer, he wasn't getting any audio, so there was almost this odd two minutes where everyone was just stood there on stage as they were trying to fix this that probably didn't help because the lead singer was kind of prowling around like a you know caged animal it is what it is this was always going to struggle dale i don't personally like the staging it's struggle street i'm afraid yeah i think the the gold suit was trying to catch the eye and they had the gold um thing and if you're going to do that keep with that they use other colors like pink and blues on top of the gold and it just all clashes and uh, there's a lot of elements thrown at this, and I just don't think any of them work together. Uh, the pyro element works. Oh, yeah, just true. Yeah. The pyro is good. It is actually very good. It got a very good reaction in the stadium. Obviously, Liverpool has a large uh, Irish community, so they were very supportive. That was good to see. Um, but, yeah, I, I, it's... Yeah. Yeah. I feel a bit sorry for them, to be I honest. Do. I, I actually I actually just think this has got too big for them. I actually really feel sorry for the lead singer. I think he's really struggling. He didn't look comfortable. At all. He looks he, he looks really uncomfortable in the dress rehearsal. He looked uncomfortable and anxious on stage. It was uncomfortable to watch, and mm. I, I feel for him. Yeah. Yeah, fair enough. 
Oh, but you've got you threw your hat in the ring. Yeah, that's a thing. <laughs> that's I mean, it's a competition. You're going to be in front of 80 million people. And so. in, in any competition, someone's going to come last or someone's going to come second last or whatever. Unfortunately, they're in a very, very, very tough semifinal. And it looks like, yeah, they, they probably won't qualify. Yeah. Oh, well, well, that is all the songs from that semifinal. Just very quickly, we did get to see the uh, three of the big five, France, Italy, Germany. Quickly, let's talk about France because there's been the pictures, the the visuals, it looks very grand. And I think it, pretty, it really was, wasn't it? Yeah, they've made some choices on this one and um, I like it. Uh, we have, we've, we've seen a big dress before. There's nothing new there, but it suits this performance. And plus it also falls away, etc. So revealing more. She sings it very, very, very well. However, for me, it's only the last probably 30 seconds that it really gets going. Um, I think it's all very competent up to then, um, but it, and it looks good. It's very dark, but yeah, that final 30 seconds kind of makes up for it. Yeah, like the bits of this that are great are just phenomenal. Mm. Like it looks visually stunning. She looks amazing. She sings it well. And I think, I just, I guess with this as part of that song as well, always, were you going to lean into the more kind of disco-y bit or lean into the more chanson ballady type? Mm. And for the first whole lot, it's more big grand woman doing kind of chanson ballad. And then there's a bit of a wiggle at the end to make it disco. So it, it almost feels a bit confused. Again, we're nitpicking. Mm, um, I we, think this will do very well, very, very well. Yes. I do think maybe the pitches are going to be better than the performance. Mm, interesting. It's very French. And, oh, and yeah. They lean in, right? They even put the tricolor in the background yeah, at I one stage. That. That's so good. I thought it was a bit tacky. Oh, um, I lean in. But yeah, it, it's very, very good. You're right. We're just yeah. nitpicking a bit because, you know, it's a very good performance and she's very good. But it's not a winner. I think that kind of like potential outside chance winner people were talking about, on for a very good result, it can't win the competition. Never sounded like a winning song to me. Uh, exactly. Yep. Uh, Italy, I thought um, Marco is fantastic. Mm. Um, look, I know I'm biased. I know I like Italian ballads and I've always loved this song, but I think the way he can just go out there and sing and perform this and just hold the crowd actually had a really unique selling point this year when it normally shouldn't be, just men singing ballad. Um, but they've made some choices in the background. What is so confusing? I don't understand what the people are doing in the background. Once you, Do you see want to explain it, what it is. Yeah, basically, there's two guys at the back or two people that are on kind of like imagine Sheldon Riley stairs. <laughs> they're on those kind of stairs, and then they're jumping up, off, and bouncing up off trampoline. Now it's amazing, but what in the hell is going on? What? Why do they have them? It's very strange and it's quite distracting. It is. So you don't, it doesn't complement the performance. It distracts from the performance. And I actually think it really has, is going to hurt um, the chances because it's not nitpicking. It's actually distracting when you just want to focus on Marco doing his thing. They needed something. Marco needed an, a staging element. Yep. That wasn't it. I was about to say, that was not it. You yeah. need LEDs to tell a story. Exactly. And Do perhaps, some storytelling. Perhaps have him moving on the stage or something. You could have done the LEDs, you're right. But to have a couple of acrobats in that song? What the hell? Can I just say, other than Monoskin, I think Italy get the staging wrong more often, <laughs> more often than, than not. Yeah, yeah, I don't it. think Soldi was great in its staging. I think he carried that. 2017 we know about. Um, you know, I didn't think last year was it was visually okay, but they they do ruin staging, don't they? Mm. Oh. It was an odd choice. Um, and Germany, very good. Yeah, I mean, it's it's exactly what you expect. 
it's exactly what you expect. They have a very large structure. That looks great. Yeah, it looks really, really good. They make the most of that. And he's a good front man. Mm. Like, you can see, he's experienced. He holds the crowd in the palm of his hand. It, it is what it is. And it's exactly what I expected. Yeah, I really hope that we're nowhere near them if we make the grand final. Because, look, uh, look, I know it's different genres. And I know people vote for one more than one song. But I think they've got this um, that big structure and this full-onness that... Yeah, it does have impact. I was like, damn it. (laughs) It's impressive. Also, we were a fair way away from the stage, even though we were on the floor, and it was hot. When those pyros, pyros, if you're in that front row or whatever, you know. Losing an eyebrow. Exactly. Probably don't wear hairspray or something because (laughs) it could get dangerous. All right. Well, look, that's all the semi-final. We didn't exactly stay to a prediction here, Hmm. but can you, do you reckon you can come up with who could be a shock NQ and who could be a shock qualifier? Mm. Look, I don't know. I, I, to be honest, I think the 10 look like the 10 that are in the odds. If anyone, Moldova to drop out, um, maybe Malta to come in, um, that, that'd that be about the only one. Yeah, I've, um, I'm probably thinking Malta or maybe even I will chuck Serbia in there as a potential, but I think more likely Malta to be shock NQ. And I think Malta to be a uh, shock qualifier. And I just have this tiny bit of sliver of hope for Latvia. <laughs> Hmm, okay. <laughs> I'd, I'd like to see the Netherlands get through, to be honest. I really like it. It's It'd be good. a nice story. Hmm. It'd be a nice story after everything happens. I also think Portugal um, might NQ, actually. Yes. And they're in the odds to qualify. I actually would bet on them not to make it at this point. Hmm. Interesting. We'll see. All right. Well, thanks very much for uh, doing that. I think we said everyone can qualify and everyone can not qualify, except <laughs> for maybe Ireland and Azerbaijan. Um, so um, we will be joining you to talk about all the results tomorrow. We will have other content on all our channels, including our live reaction to the results tonight. The infamous live reaction videos, gosh. Yeah, that's right. We'll, we'll go easy on the uh, the champers beforehand, I hope. <laughs> just a little bit. Cool. Thanks so much for joining us and enjoy semi-final one. Yeah, take care. See you later. As always, thanks for joining us and thank you for your support. You can follow us on our social media channels at AussieVisionNet. And if you want to support the work that we and 20 Aussie Vision volunteers do and get some really good bonus content, then you can subscribe to our Patreon. The link is in the show notes. Thanks very much. Catch you later.